On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. All right, we are back here on the Ice Guys show, uh, Saturday, May 7th. Obviously, uh, serves me right. That's what I get for playing NHL highlights. It's what I get for, I guess, trying to make the show better. Uh, that's the way things work, unfortunately, uh, around here. But nevertheless, uh, we are back uh, on the uh, Ice Guys show. Travis White, Vito, uh, with us. Uh, let's get into Saturday's games. We have some games to break down. Uh, we will start with the uh, Florida Panthers taking on the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, we've got Florida minus 190. Uh, road favorites, game three, series tied 1-1, total six and a half here in this game. Uh, first things we want to note with the Capitals is Tom Wilson still out and Ilya Samsonov in uh, as the starting goaltender for the first time in this series for Washington. Now he replaced Vitek Vanacek uh, in game two. Obviously, that was a really rough game for Vitek Vanacek. I mean, Florida was getting heavily outshot at one point uh, in that game, and yet still, uh, Florida had the lead, and it was just uh, not a great game from him and Net. although the whole team just made things too easy for Florida. When you allow Florida to set up in the offensive zone, pass the puck around, uh, that's when they're very dangerous, and uh, we saw that from the Panthers uh, in the Game 2 victory. Now, is this a series where Florida, who we think is the superior team, now after losing Game 1, bouncing back in Game 2, do they just take over, and do they dominate and win this game and take over this series. It's definitely a possibility. I don't know if I want to lay minus 190, though, necessarily with the Panthers here. I think they win, but I, I'm not ready to do that. I will go instead uh, with the team total here for the Florida Panthers. It's over 3.5 at minus 138 is about the best price I can find with that. Over 3.5 Florida, minus 138. I like that. I'd rather go with the team total rather than uh, the reg line or, or the money line, for that matter, uh, on the Panthers Asking them to get four goals, I think that's uh, something they can do. And I'm going to be a glutton for punishment because I had over six and a half in the first two games of this series, you guys. You know what the first goal the game was? 5-1 or 4-2. It fell a goal short. The second game, 5-1. And there was no goals in the third period because Washington knew they were done. And Florida just put it on cruise control, parked the fucking bus. And, and the bus ran me over because I had over six and a half uh, in that game in uh, game two. I was not happy. So I'm going to go back to the well, though, because I think Washington, there's going to be aggressiveness from them to bounce back. And I think for Florida, we've got Washington now. We, we got that first win. We think we're the better team in this series. Let's go after it, try to bury them. So I think you get offensive aggressiveness from both teams. No sitting back, no waiting to get into this game necessarily. I like the first period as well, both teams to score. Uh, I think that's something you can definitely see uh, happen here uh, in this game. So three bets, Florida team total over three and a half, over six and a half, minus 130 for the full game. And I'm going to take a shot at plus 150 with that both teams to score 
uh, in the uh, first period. It's something I cashed with uh, uh, a couple of times here in these uh, playoffs at Nashville, Colorado in game two, actually. Uh, both teams to score in the first, it got there. So I think that's always a good value bet, especially when you've got two capable offensive teams like that and two shaky at times defensive teams, especially for Washington. Travis, uh, what do you like here? Game three, Florida, Washington. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The value of Florida to win, uh, not great. Maybe by two. Um, I I wouldn't mind that. Um, and the sa- same thing you were saying, the 5-1 game the other day. I had the over as well, and you're just like waiting and waiting, waiting, like, you know, updating my phone, like, hey, where's that next goal? Where's that next goal? Never came. Yeah, so I, I do like that. They can score in bunches. It, it, it's just amazing the, the, some of the guys, like Duclair, Bennett, um, um, just the guys, the depth they have. And if they're on a roll, we've seen it so many times before. And some of the, it's like every goal they score is like a highlight reel too. So um, I think they're going to take over um, in terms of the series. I think the, the, you know, game one was a surprise to everyone, which a lot of the game ones have been this year, same as the Leafs, you know, when they pumped uh, Tampa. So I think things are maybe settling down a bit and we're, we're going to see more of, um, you know, the favorites starting to take over. All right, so uh, like in Florida, but more. Uh, by the way, this, Brian in our chat's got a great value bet if you like Florida. A couple books have this. Florida Panthers and over five and a half at like plus 145. He got it at. It's down to like plus 120 in some spots. So that's Florida to win and over five and a half goals uh, in the game uh, at a plus price. That is something I could sign up for. That That's a good find, Brian. And we've mentioned that a few times this year, those combination bets, the side and the uh, game total. Uh, that could be a way to attack it rather than the minus 190. It's just pair it with a five, and you get five and a half with that game total instead of six and a half. So uh, not a bad look there at a plus price. Florida Panthers and over five and a half. Vito, what do you like? Yeah, well, not involved with this game officially at the moment. Uh, that six and a half also, I don't know about that. Well, but overall talking about this series, I mean, uh, Washington, Washington didn't have, didn't play bad in Florida. I think Washington had a very great performance, especially game one. They they all played. I mean, Florida. Okay, Florida was not ready. Game second, actually, uh, Washington also was great for like first 30, 30 35 minutes. You know, Ochi hit the post early in the game, and first period everybody waited like Florida will explode, but which was only Florida scored later. But the overall, Washington also didn't play bad that first period. So, oh, Washington overly. Over, overall is a wet, wet run team. And I mean, Florida, if they will keep taking penalties, you know, and uh, like their new team in the playoffs, they have, don't have that big experience, you know, and the coach coach also has, have only been with Minnesota Wild and only with Panthers now, Andrew Brunette, you know. So Andrew Brunette, yeah. Not that deep playoff experience for him, you know. So we, we, we need to see if this Florida team really stops taking penalties because, you know, there's some flat spots. There is some mistakes. There is a lot of turnovers, you know, one on uh, breakaways and uh, scoring. I mean, overall, that Washington has great scoring chances and Bob is also playing playing well. So I understand why. Well, here here in this game, it's either you take Washington money, money line, I think, and uh, if it ends in a draw, then you are on the right side, you know, or other value is with Panthers regulation. If you like Panthers regulation, I think Panthers, Panthers in regulation is way to go, you know, but overall, if you dance in draw, then Capitals obviously money line is the right uh, side. So I have not decided yet on this game, and I think I will stay away because it's playoffs, you know, and everything is hard to guess and winner. But yeah, for me, this is a stay, stay away. 
All right, stay away. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, Western Conference, first round, game three. This is the second game today, the, the second, the late afternoon game. Colorado Avalanche, Nashville Predators, Colorado minus 240, uh, road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, by the way, in terms of props, I know there's some people that are wondering. Uh, I forgot to mention them in the uh, last game uh, that we talked about, but I'm basically sticking with a lot of the same, you know, Connor Sheary for Washington because he's playing up the lineup. I like player props where the guy is moving up the lineup. And Travis, I've mentioned that a lot on this show. The players moving up from the third line to the second line or third line to the top line. Those are great player prop bets because that player's not priced the same way his line mates are, and you get a whole lot more value. So those are good situations for Florida. I'd probably consider, I, I'd come back to Mason Marchment again. I mean, Huberto and Verhage, Barkov, Duclair, Giroux, the big guns, Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhart, they're fine, but Mar Mason Marchment's always that undervalued guy. And at playoff time, look, he scored the other night. He seems to show up. His game has gotten so much better. Uh, he's got a lot more skill to his game than his old man, right? Brian Marchment uh, back in the day. There's no question about that. And uh, Mason's done a great job here for Florida. I think he's a good goal scorer prop there. As far as this game goes, I'm actually Wilson tempted. Is, uh, Wilson is out. And Wilson is yeah. not back in. Wilson is still out. Uh, just he's out. Case. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Mention that. yeah. So that's yeah, important. I think, yeah. I think I did mention it. But yeah, we'll reinforce uh, yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Tom Wilson <laughs> out for. The Capitals, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to take a small shot here today with this uh, Nashville team. They got to win a, if they're going to win a game. This is the game. I, I find if they if they don't win today, they're getting their ass swept. You know, it's as simple as that, as far as I'm concerned. But this is this is a spot for them where I think you're going to get their all. They're going to be bolstered. Say what you will about you know they're outmanned the series. The only reason they were in game two is Connor Ingram played like Connor Brodeur. All right, I said that on Twitter. It was Connor Brodeur. It was not Connor Ingram uh, the other night. Uh, that was spectacular. Uh, he was great. Now he's got to try to do it again. Uh, but I think Nashville's got to step it up. At home, they're going to get last line change. I don't know if that's going to matter. I don't know if John Hines. John Hines is not the second coming of Scotty Bowman. All right? That's just not that's not him as a head coach as far as I'm concerned. This guy has not been someone that I've been overly enthralled with or impressed with from a coaching standpoint. But at least now you get uh, last line change. Uh, that helps you get the home crowd on your side, and they are pretty wild at Bridgestone Arena. Nashville does have a good home playoff environment, so I'd expect Nashville to bring their absolute best here. And like I said, if they're going to win one game in this series, I think it's probably today back home. Uh, I would consider Nashville at the big price. I think I think it's worth a couple bucks because I think certainly you're going to they're going to come away from game one and say, look, we did get dominated in terms of shots and possession, but we know we've got a better game in us, especially at home. Uh, so I think they've got a chance here. I think they're potentially a live home underdog in this game. Yeah, team total uh, over two and a half. I, I think you could maybe go with that for Nashville. It's cheap. I would expect their absolute best uh, in this game, uh, knowing they can't go down 3 nothing in this series. And I'll say this about Colorado, you guys. On the road, they've been a little susceptible. They've actually lost four straight road games, you know, to end the regular season coming into today. So that's another thing I looked at. Um, they've really, really had a tough time winning in Nashville, believe it or not, in recent years. So I, I don't think this is a terrible take with Nashville here at getting a plus 200 price. You know that they, they know they've got to get this one if they're going to make this a series. And I think you get the absolute best out of Nashville. So I think the Preds here, little team total over two and a half as well, I'm interested in. And I got to think too, the dam might burst on Ingram a little bit, like Colorado might dent him, but I think Nashville at home is going to score as well. Nashville at home is usually pretty good to score three, four goals. And even though it's not easy against Colorado and Darcy Kemper 
is playing very well this year, but I think they can score some. Colorado will. I like the full game over as well, along with those two Nashville looks, the money line and the team total. All right, Travis, what do you think? Game three, abs, spreads. Yeah, this would be one I'd probably just watch and enjoy and maybe go for more so the points, goals, assists for prop bets for the Colorado team, um, looking for them to dominate. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. I think I said this one in five, so I understand your thought process. You got to think Nashville, you know, get some sort of uh, motivation being at home and maybe get some energy there. But I think we all know, you know, it's not going to be a series, but if, if they get lucky with one, um, I don't think it would surprise anyone, but yeah, I would, I would probably just like the prop bets and, um, you know, see who can rack it up for the abs. Yeah, uh, def- uh, prop bets, certainly. I, I, I'm going to stick with Big Val. He's been the meal ticket for me in these playoffs. Valerie Nachushkin, ever since they put him on the top line for the Avalanche, he has been just producing goal scoring, scoring goals, points, you name it, playing with McKinnon and Rantanen. I think that's a good look. I think Lekkonen might eventually find the back of the net. He's had some chances. He's getting second-line minutes with Kadri uh, and Landeskog, and he's had three shots on goal. Uh, in the first two games of this series, six total. Didn't have a goal the other night, but man, did he have chances. Chances galore. So Arturi Lekkonen, which was a nice find from uh, the Montreal Canadiens, nice addition at the deadline by uh, the Avalanche and Joe Sackick, uh, bringing him in there. Uh, so good stuff there. Every time I say Joe Sackick's name, I think of Bob Cole, Salt Lake City, 2002 Winter Olympics. Score! Geos! And he, and he said, Geos! Sackick scores! That big goal. Uh, love it. Great memory there, uh, that was. But... Uh, I always think of Bob Cole when I think when I mentioned Joe Sackick and that goal he scored in uh, Salt Lake City, like what twenty years ago? Can't believe it, twenty years ago already. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Colorado, Nashville. Yeah, well, you say something similar like Boston yesterday needed, you know, that win. So here, more or less, those are still an angel team. So same situation. Nashville needs the win here, and uh, I think that value. Of course, we talk about the value is with Nashville, but value doesn't always bring you the money, you know. And then the winning ticket brings you the money. So uh, I have no, also no bets on this game, to be honest. But uh, Avalanche, well, obviously the, the first road game, I don't know what to await from them. What, I don't know, actually, hard to say how's the game going to go. I mean, I think Nashville should push it, you know. Nashville at home get, should get the momentum. I mean, that crowd sometimes go wild. People crazy down there, you know. So, and it's a first playoff game. So let's see how, what I think Nashville in the first period will be maybe even better than Colorado, but overall, I think the whole 60 could be too hard to handle, you know, the, the, just the Colorado depth, you know, and the pressure all the time. So, yeah, I need to see how the game goes. Maybe some live betting could be a great uh, great way here. So maybe a slow start and then just jump on some over, these over four and a half or three and a half or whatever. Those are, I think, great because we see those goalies getting pulled out all the time. So, yeah, overall, not a, nothing official on this game as well. All right. By the way, we got guys moving up the lineup. Nashville, second line. I'm looking at it right now, the depth charts and the current line combinations. Johansson could be centering Ellie Tolvanen and Luke Cunnan tonight or this afternoon. Cunnan and Tolvanen, target them maybe for props. They're going to be on the second line. They're going to get opportunities. Uh, Tolvanen's going to be on the second power play unit uh, as well uh, for the uh, – Predators tonight or this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, Tolvanen and Cunnan uh, definitely maybe value prop looks because they're both going to be on that second line 
for the uh, Nashville Predators with Johansson this afternoon. All right, New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins. These next two games are tonight. Uh, it back we go to Pittsburgh for Game Three. Series tied one one. Rangers minus one twenty road favorites. Uh, total in this one uh, currently is six across the board. Uh, to, to the surprise of me a little bit and to to many, this uh, series both games have gone over the total. You know, now does that trend change a little bit here? I, I don't know about that. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, obviously, Louis Deming, you know, with the quote of a lifetime and the after winning game one in overtime, you know, with the spicy pork and broccoli, uh, you know, not good. I mean, that was absolutely hysterical. What a legend he is uh, with that kind of quote. But uh, nevertheless, he overcame that uh, and any uh, issues he had uh, following that meal to come in there and lead Pittsburgh to victory. He played well. He actually played well in game two, even though the Rangers won. I mean, that actually could have been worse if not for Louis Domingue. So, and, and this is a guy that's played in Arizona, Tampa Bay. You know, he's had a lot of NHL games under his belt. So he's not some rookie or some fish out of water here. You know, he's played in the NHL quite a bit. Uh, so, you know, when you look at it here, uh, it's definitely a, a guy that I think can go in there and play relatively well. I, I like the Rangers in the series. I still like the Rangers in the series. I bet him uh, in the series and in game one uh, and in game two for that matter. Uh, and I lean to them here. I don't know if I'll take them here, though, uh, because I think Pittsburgh back home. I, I've, the thing that bothers me is, and I lean to the over again, even though I think we're due maybe to see a game be low scoring in this series. And I've said this repeatedly about this series so far. The Rangers haven't been able to defend Sidney Crosby's line. They have not been able to defend Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and Brian Rust. That line has done a tap dance all over the Rangers. And even in game two. It was that line doing the damage for the Pittsburgh Penguins, even though the Rangers won that game. They've got to do something to get that line in check, the Rangers, or else they're still very much a threat to lose this series uh, against Pittsburgh. I still think the Rangers are an overall, a little bit with the additions of Andrew Kopp and Vetrano at the deadline, two great additions. They're a little deeper. I like their blue line in the improvement. I certainly think they got the better goalie uh, in Igor Shesterkin, but they are having a hard time keeping the top line of the Pittsburgh Penguins neutralized and that could end up biting them in the ass at the end of this series when it's all said and done so this game i'm probably going to stay off and maybe look to bet live but i'd lean rangers and i lean over with this game a little bit travis how about you new york pittsburgh yeah you know what i actually i like this um i feel like this is going to go into overtime again i'd like the draw there i think it's it, it i think yep. it, it's going to be closer the game especially at home with pittsburgh um Shisirkin, unreal goalie um but i think it's going to be another close one even like that that lot the first game it, watching it early you thought oh wow the rangers <laughs> they're going to dominate and then yeah pittsburgh just keeps coming especially that crosby line the plays he's been making it's like does this guy ever age you think when, when you think he's out when you think he's like too old or you know there's other better players he he always comes to perform so the backhand like, sauce in game one to oh against him for the 2-2 goal my gosh oh, what a fucking it. goal play what a play like he's he's made careers for gunsel and uh rust it's it's you know he he should get part of their paycheck um but yeah i like this i like another close one i like uh, i like it going into overtime yeah you aren't going to tell you i'm not going to say to anybody that draws a bad consideration in this series uh, I think it's going to, especially after 5-2, I think now this is an important game. Someone's going to go up 2-1, to one, change of venue. I could see this being pretty closely contested. Tight one-goal game. Someone pull. I think the draw could be live. Good call there, I think, with that. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Rangers, Penguins. Yeah, I think about that 
cross-beating and uh, he's ma uh, making players good. I would mention another one, Kunitz. Before I also played with Crosby and he was making him a very great player, you know, and Kunitz is also, well, it was also the same thing, you know, just playing with Crosby, you just play unbelievable because he's so great, you know. And uh, yeah, well, overall, about the series, I think, well, for the Rangers, the problem, they're good in power play. I mean, Panarin, Panarin also didn't have the best game. Well, he made some great plays as offensive player, but also he was on both times when he got scored on the last game. But and uh, another thing about Rangers, I think they cannot play a whole 60 minutes like and they somehow lose the momentum quickly. You know, they have that momentum and then they give it away, you know, and just they cannot play a whole 60 minutes. They have periods where they just uh, simply don't show up, you know. And uh, yeah, well, oh, Shostorkin is unbelievable good, you know, and uh, I don't think anyone likes to play against a good goalie. It's just so frustrating when a goalie is good. You cannot score on him and you just get in your head, you know, and uh, yeah, and sometimes it just gets it's hard for you. But uh, in this spot, actually, I know that we Pittsburgh is playing a three third stringer goalie and all that things. But overall, if you just look, Pittsburgh was just much better. And uh, getting us them as an underdogs, I think they're better five on five. I mean, I think Rangers are only better with the special things. And well, I just don't, don't want to play. I think. Rangers is good because it's the, it's the playoffs, you know, and they remind me kind of Islanders, you know, they are very good. They can get outshotted, and out, uh, but they will win the game, you know, so because of how good they are, like structurally and coach is good, you know, but uh, in this spot, in this spot, I will, I like Penguins and I just took them on the money line. I think uh, they here on a Friday night, I think uh, in the regular time at the evening at 7 p.m. in their own arena, first play of game. I just, I just think these vets will come out ready. Let's the cross beam. In the first center, then we have Malkin, then we have Jeff Carter in the third line. They are deep, you know. I hopefully my buddy Teddy Bluger stand, stand, stands up as well, you know. So he plays in the fourth line. I was and, waiting uh, for the Teddy Bluger reference. I mean, every time we talk Pittsburgh, Vito, you're throwing out name dropping Teddy Bluger because you played with him. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, but he, he's good in PK. They're actually struggling, to be honest. A little bit in PK, that's the problem for Pittsburgh now. We're bringing up, you know, these players. And now I can add, you know, PK is the struggle. Uh, Rangers are playing very well in power play. You know, you cannot give them power plays and that will be a problem. So, but yeah, give me ping Penguins in this spot you know, on the money line. All right. Like in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's got that maybe like Toronto, Tampa Bay, right? Zigzag theory, you know, type of feel to it. Back and forth. You just bet the team that lost the previous game. A lot of times NBA playoffs, you see that a lot. You know, the zigzag theory in a competitive series, you just bet the team that lost the last game, and oftentimes you do well. Uh, Vito going to go to that well here tonight with the Pittsburgh Penguins, plus 100, as they look to bounce back after losing game two. All right, final game here for Saturday's slate in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Calgary Flames, Dallas Stars. Uh, we've got Calgary minus 165, uh, road favorites, five and a half the total in this game. Oh, by the way, Andrew Kopp, Rangers. That's my big prop for that last game. I mean, it's just ride, ride Andrew. Ride, Andrew Kopp is getting more value with his props than Savannah, Jad, Kreider, uh, Panarin, some of those other Rangers. And Kopp's producing every bit as much here in the playoffs. He's been great. Uh, I think Andrew Kopp for the uh, Rangers continues to be a good prop bet. I go with Raquel for Pittsburgh, especially back home. I think Ricard Raquel might get going a little bit for them, uh, getting him from Anaheim, of course, at the deadline. Uh, this game, uh, how about this game is, gonna, you know, it's like watching paint dry. So far, the first two games of this series put you to sleep a little bit. And uh, Dallas lulled Calgary to sleep uh, in game three. No question. It's really been both first two games. Calgary gets the first goal. They park the bus. They sit on it. They defend and they close it out. 
Dallas got the first goal in game two. They sat on that lead and they ended up closing it out. So first goal is going to be very important. Does anybody have the balls to take over five and a half tonight with uh, Calgary and Dallas? I feel like I want to take under, but at the same time, I know the moment I hit the confirm button and lock that in, it's going to be six, five or some shit. Uh, tonight i mean that's sometimes that just feels so like it's so freaking obvious that this game should be another tight one nothing two one type of game right after the first two games it doesn't feel like these two teams are gonna engage in some kind of high scoring hockey at any point dallas wants to play tight low scoring games because they say they don't want to open it up against this calgary team because they don't think they can match them four lines of scoring but at the same time daryl sutter is happier than a pig and shit for playing these low scoring hockey games he loves them at playoff time. He's he's more. They asked him, "Are you concerned with the lack of production? One goal in two games?" He said, "No, it's playoff hockey. It's fine." He's more. Uh, he's okay with losing a tight game too than he is concerned about. Oh, we're not scoring a lot so far in this year. He loves these low scoring games, uh, Daryl Sutter. So I don't really know if things are going to change. It just feels like every game is going to be destined for two one three one. Not to mention Markstrom and Ottinger, uh, the two goalies in this series have played very well so far. So. Uh, I'm not betting the total, but I certainly don't want to see an over. I wouldn't bet an over uh, until I actually see one happen, and I'm not sure we will. I've got two bets here. I've got Calgary and regulation, uh, which you can get, obviously, at a better price, and I've got the draw in this game. And it's a bigger bet on Calgary and regulation and a smaller bet on the draw. It's something I've done in this series so far in the first two games where if Calgary and regulation wins, I'm profitable. If the draw cashes, I'm also profitable. Because, obviously, it's a big plus price on that. So that's my mindset here. Calgary in regulation, I, I make money on this game. If the draw cashes instead, I make money on this game still. The only way I lose is Dallas in regulation. Now, that's how I lost in game two. But I don't think that's going to happen tonight. I think Calgary will step it up on the road. They are a capable road team. They're actually a very good road team, Calgary. 25-12-3-1 on the road. They've only got one road win less than they have home wins the Calgary Flames. So they can go on the road and get it done. I think they will, but I'll sprinkle on the draw as well, just in case we get overtime. And in a game where both games have been one goal games late, it's plausible we could see this game go to OT. So Calgary and regulation for me, a little bit bigger bet on that. Uh, you can get Calgary and regulation currently at uh, around minus, uh, or sorry, plus 115, plus 110. You know, pretty good price on Calgary and regulation. And I'm also going to go with the draw as well for a smaller bet here, which is around plus 300 uh, for the draw with uh, Calgary and Dallas. Travis, what do you think here, Flames and Stars? Uh, I'm still trying to get a read on this series. Um, I, I thought the Kachuk line would be more like the regular season line, um, you know, putting up some numbers. I, I know how Sutter coaches, how he, how he likes his teams playing, but it's not like you know, they were LA when they won the, their first cup, when they, you know, didn't have a top scoring line that like dominated in the regular season. So I'm a little weary of what to think about this, if they're going to break through and score, um, or if it's just going to be, like you said, these two, one, one, nothing close games the whole time. Because I think the advantage is to Dallas, the, the longer it stays lower. Um, it, it'll actually keep them in. If those guys don't break through, Dallas might have a chance in the series, which I didn't think they had. I thought they had zero at the start. So, yeah, I'm a little I, – I, I want to watch a little more of this series and see, okay, is it going to stay consistent or are we going to have uh, some offensive explosion output? 
And what are we going to get from Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan? Because I know I like Robertson and Hinson. and I like Pavelski. Pavelski got the uh, the big goal for Dallas in games. He always shows up, that guy, in big playoff games, going back to San Jose. But Jamie Benn was, couldn't find him with a telescope on the ice uh, in game one. And, and then all of a sudden in game two, he's throwing his weight around. He's mixing it up in scrums. Where is that emotional connection in a game for Jamie Benn, one game to the next? Why do I only get it in spurts? Why do I only get it in one game here and the next game can't find the guy? That's what's frustrating. When Jamie Ben's locked in and he's got that physical component going and he's dialed in and, and, he, and he's trying to rough, ruffle some feathers, that's when he's good. And, and in some games, you don't get that at all from him. It's got to be frustrating for uh, seeing that. But it's kind of been that way for him the last uh, couple of years. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Flame Stars? Yeah, well, I think uh, now Stars being at home, they will be able to match match up the lines how they want you know because uh really if we look at this series i think both teams have one one very good line you know uh i mean we know who is flames uh, draw tachak and uh linholm and then we have hints pavelski and robertson you know and those lines don't play each uh, each other you know and uh they, and just rest of the team trying to shut down those lines you know if you just look sagin and ben just trying to shut down those top that top line you know and then we look Flames are not better now at the moment. Backlund, Toffoli, they're not really scoring. They are also playing just tough hockey, getting in the face. So very tough series here, you know. And But uh, what I like in this part is uh, I, this, I, I agree with Ian here. Uh, I have taken Flames in regulation. I, I just think we have seen uh, these uh, first games, you know, row teams winning. Like yesterday, Minnesota. Uh, it's not a zigzagging. I think it's just a... For, uh, teams are somehow flat out for the first game, you know, at home, and they are not ready, and then they step up for the next one. So in this spot, I think uh, that's what we're gonna see. I think Flames, after a lo lost, uh, after a lose here, will definitely uh, on the road will be more sharp than uh, Dallas, and I think that we will see like a four-one victory uh, for the Flames. So yeah, wow. uh, what Flames need to do, I think they just need to put more bodies to the net, you know. Uh, yeah, the, the Ottinger sees the puck too well, you know. So uh, that's what Minnesota started to do, you know. They started to put bodies on the net. So that's what Flames also need to do. More bodies on the net so they cover that shot, you know. No, there's some tippings and so on. So that's what they need to do. So hopefully we see that tonight and uh, Flames in the regulation is my play. All right, uh, Flames in regulation at a small plus price for Vito in this one. For props, I'm. you can go Gaudreau, you know, Kachuk, uh, Mangiapane if you want. I'm going to stick with the depth guys for Calgary. Dylan Dubé, Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman, you know, I think is he's going to score a goal at some point in this series. Hasn't happened yet. Hell, there haven't been many goals, and there's only been one Calgary goal in this series, and El Elias Lindholm scored it. Uh, so, you know, they got to get some goals from the team first. But I think Dubé and Coleman are both live to score goals for Calgary. Dubé scores goals at playoffs. He's done it in the past. He scored. He was good down the stretch of the regular season. We know Blake Coleman can elevate his game at playoff time. Look what he did for Tampa Bay last year. He's one of their best forwards. Scored big goals for them. So I like props for Dubé and Coleman for the uh, Dallas for the Calgary Flames. I wouldn't stick to. I'd stick to Pavelski, Henson, Robertson if I'm going to look at anyone for Dallas. I mean, those are the only three guys I trust to score big time goals and big time games. You know, consistently. So. Those would be the props I'd look at uh, in this game. All right, that's the uh, Saturday card. Great stuff We uh, with Vito and Travis White for the first time. And Travis might be back at the end of the month on a Saturday, so we'll see uh, if he's able to rejoin us toward the end of May. But uh, great stuff from him on the uh, show. Uh, before we wrap up with Best Bets, a reminder, 
Uh, we got DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Uh, if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older, must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right, it's time for best bets to uh, wrap up the show as we always do. Uh, Travis, you're up first. What do you like for uh, best bet today? Putting me on the spot, eh? I am, yep. Um, I'm going to think about this one for a second, but I think I like... Um, I think I like the Panthers uh, minus one and a half. Um, I think the... They're, they're starting to play maybe back to their form after game one and just the offensive output that they put out there is ridiculous. Um, you know, it seems like every line can score every time they're on the ice, any line, something happens. Um, and then as long as Bobrovsky can shut the door and maybe, you know, get back to his game, top of his game. Um, and then as long as they're not, offensively taking uh, too many chances on the back end um, as a five-man unit. I think I'd like that minus one and a half with, uh, with Florida. And great value. Win or lose, I mean, minus one and a half plus 125 with the uh, Florida Panthers uh, on the uh, puck line. So a nice solid plus price Panthers puck line. Let's get that Panthers sound going. There we go. A little Panther for you. I love doing that. Panthers minus one and a half plus 125 uh, on the puck line for uh, Travis White, his first ever and uh, Ice Guy's best bet. Vito, best bet. Yeah, well, I think, I think we're going to see this trend continuing in uh, this game where the visiting team will come and will be more ready to play. So uh, Flames in regulation against Dallas Stars. All right, Calgary Flames in regulation uh, at a plus-115 price against the uh, Dallas Stars for Vito uh, with his uh, best bet. And my best bet for this uh, card, it's also going to be the uh, – actually, I'm going to go with the, the early game. I actually, you know, For those podcast listeners, I'm going to go with one of the later game picks. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Colorado-Nashville uh, over 6.5. I like that. I think, I think it's going to be difficult for Ingram to duplicate game two. And now Colorado's got a little bit better idea what to expect. I think Colorado finds the back of the net. I think Nashville will at home as well. Nashville's been lighting it up offensively at Bridgestone Arena. They know they have to uh, if they want to get back in this series. So I'm going to go with that for my best bet for this Saturday card. We split yesterday with the lost with the Blues Wild over, but we won with the Oilers. Uh, we'll see if we can get this one to the win column. Uh, Colorado, Nashville over six and a half, minus uh, 105. Uh, that's going to be my best bet for this Saturday uh, NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys show. We thank our special guest, uh, Travis White, for joining us. We'll see if we can get him back later in the playoffs. A reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app 
or sorry, download the Ice Guys podcast, rather. I already said that. Download the Ice Guys podcast uh, because if you can't watch the show live, it's seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download that podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Vito, for our, our special guest, Travis White, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys. It'll be me, it'll be Vito, and it'll be Josh Eunice, special guest, joining us tomorrow on the Sunday edition of the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.